Enough with embrace debate. Pointless yelling at each other on ESPN and Fox. Yet very little actual content. It's time for a change. A voice from the fan. For the fan. The most compelling topics in sports. All covered here. This is Corbett's Corner. Uh, welcome in. This is the Monday edition of Corbett's Corner. Uh, recording this here on a lovely Monday morning. Lovely for the Falcons, correct? Lovely for the 49ers, also correct? And lovely for the Vikings. The bucket hat in full of force here as uh, Tyler Dalton is with us. Zach Kelly, Niners guy with us, of course, uh, our born and raised bleeding purple Vikings uh, know-it-all, Tyler Dalton. And I'm the Falcons. I did not expect that. Uh, they blow out the Raiders. That was kind of crazy. I didn't even bet them. Uh, I took the second half over, which ended up cashing. That was just unbelievable. But, again, it's like, what the – why couldn't we do this last week against the Saints? You know, like, where was this? I, I don't understand it, but you know, keep an eye on them. Watch out for it. Um, this primarily, I do want to talk Vikings 49ers because the Falcons are obviously on the way outside looking in. But these two teams I have a little bit of a case for, for why you guys should still be excited. Of course, the Vikings kind of flew by the seat of their pants to beat the Panthers there. They did everything they could to give it away. Niners, a big divisional win. Of course, Mullins still starting. I mean, he's a decent quarterback. Anyone in Shanahan's system can do anything. Um, let's start with the NFC North. First, the Vikings. I thought they were going to piss that game away. Joey Sly completely hooks the uh, game-winning field goal, which is way over 54 yards, but at least he usually puts those on the money. Um, Vikings get a win. Bears get embarrassed on primetime. You've still got to be confident. Ty, you've been saying a couple weeks now, keep an eye on that Saints and Buccaneers game, but could you sneak in at 8-8? Eight eight? Could you clip one of those teams and get in at 9-7? and seven? Yeah, no, that's that's a real good question there that you got. Um, I did not anticipate the Cardinals losing to New England. Yeah. That was big for the Vikings. Not good for my action. Um, however, um, no, like you said, the Vikings tried giving that game away. And I don't know if Zimmer was told by Fox or something that they need them to keep it close because ratings are dropping or something. But, I mean, Chad Beebe muffs a punt. Luckily, it was within the goal line. We still had a timeout. Another so. muff punt. What is going on with the special teams? I saw that graphic where it's like, how does that dude still have a job? Well, so Chad Beebe actually has only muffed one. No, uh, but the special teams coordinator, like you've had oh, the block punt, oh. you had the couple of muffs. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I mean, I have absolutely no clue. I mean, yeah, they ended up getting a blocked field goal yesterday, which was huge. That helped uh, turn things around for the Vikes. Um, but yesterday with uh, Chad Beebe being the, being the game day, uh, if you want to just call game day loser, yeah, and, and all of a sudden goes all the way down the field and it's the game day hero. I mean, Kirk Cousins, that, that's what you pay him, 84 million. Another great game. I mean, he's played phenomenally uh, ever since uh, the Falcons game. And he just took the Vikes down the field. I don't even think he threw an incomplete pass. Oh, he might. Uh, he threw one away. He threw like 11 straight and then had that incomplete pass, yeah. Correct. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I'm real interested to see. I mean, the Jaguars have pretty much thrown in the towel. Um, hopefully the Vikes don't keep it as close as they did with the Panthers. I mean, just think about it. if the Vikings ended up taking care of business at Seattle, taking care of business against Dallas, <laughs> yeah, Tennessee as well. I mean, it'd be a totally different race for the NFC North. 
It's been crazy. There's been certainly some slip-ups, but they're still right there. I've got them not making the playoffs. I think it's tough. Um, you know, again, you're facing the Saints and the Buccaneers. But you mentioned the loss for the Cardinals no one saw coming, and you've said the NFC West is going to beat up on each other. I'm not too sure many people saw the Rams losing that one either, but it's a 49ers win for Zach Kelly. I'm looking at this. I, I'm looking at the schedules here, and so I've got the 49ers – on a three-game win streak, so I guess technically four-game win streak, I've got them beating the Bills coming up. This is Monday night. It's in – well, no, where's this going to be played, right? It's not going to be in San Fran. Um, but we'll get to Zach here, and I do want to touch on – I already took the Jags plus nine and a half against the Vikes coming up this week. I think that's too many points, but the Jaguars are trying to lose, so there's a win for the Vikes. But I've got the 49ers, a very good defensive team, team that was in the Super Bowl, probably a couple plays from winning it last year. They're just five and six, Zach. What did you think of yesterday and moving forward? Um, I'd like to touch on the Vikes first and then yeah. we'll jump to uh, 49ers. I think the Vikes definitely have a shot to make the playoffs. Um, I think Ty's right. The NFC West going to beat up on each other. I think the Niners are going to have a chance too. I don't think they end up getting in, but Jimmy and George Kittle or Jimmy G and George Kittle are coming back. And if there's, an, if there's an opportunity to make a run, they're both going to play. They're not going to sit them. They're going to play them. And, you know, we could do some damage. I think we play Seattle last week of the season. Um, we play Arizona again. You know, we have all kinds of opportunity to, to get some wins here and really make an opportunity for the Vikes to go on and make the playoffs. So we'll see. Yeah, you've I got the – the, the, the NFC West teams are holding the wild card spots right I know. now. I, 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 geez, if the Car uh, Cardinals, if the Falcons just got their head out of their ass and fired Dan Quinn, I mean, we would have been right there. But so you said it. I've got them beating the Bills, and then they've got two winnable games. I forget who, but they end the season, Seattle and the Cardinals. So that's yeah. going to be interesting. Again, six losses might be the number too little, too late, especially if you drop both those games. But, you know, I think it's really interesting. It sucks that we have to watch the NFC East get a home playoff game. You know, we're all NFC fringe teams right now, Falcons. Um, God, I can't believe the Falcons blew out the Raiders. Now we've got the Saints. You know, I kind of love that, but it's going to be tough. Um, I've got the Seahawks winning the NFC West. We'll just kind of open that for either of you. I just think the schedule lines up for the Seahawks to do some damage. Uh, they only have three losses. I know there are ways that the Rams and, uh, you know, Niners could pick them off, but I think Russell Wilson's still having a great year, you know. Um, We'll, we'll get into some talk about MVP later on, but what do you guys think of the NFC West? Do you have any leans to who's going to come out on top there? I said, I said all along, I said on our first podcast together, um, the Cardinals would win it. And, you know, that loss to the Patriots yesterday really hurt, man. Missed field goal to win it. I, I think that was the sign that the Seahawks are, are going to win the NFC West. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a question. Um, Cardinals, Cardinals line up on – on the one yard line and they're running out of the pistol formation, get a fullback in there and just let Kenyon Drake get you your one yard touchdown. Like they're, they're messing around trying to run the read option too much. And it's too frustrating. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with everything that you said, Zach. I, I, I think the Seahawks end up winning the NFC West. I mean, when you got Russell Wilson, you got Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll has been very successful. He knows how to get wins down the road and get the team into the playoffs. Um, and I think he takes care of the NFC West division. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I love how everyone's kind of still in it. Um, you know, even Carolina just taking a loss. They're always a team that can clip 
some people, Bears, I mean, they looked terrible last night. How did you watch that game? Um, because now the Vikings, are they tied with the Bears? Or the Bears went from 5-1 and one to they're now 5-6. and six. Just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. No, they have the same record, however, right now the Vikes hold the tiebreaker because of the head-to-head. Um, what's big for the Vikes is they're 3-1 and one in the division right now with only two yeah. games is against the Bears and against the Lions. Um, Lions is on the road. Bears is at home. So uh, we'll see, but uh, the tiebreaker could easily come into effect. But I just don't know what's going on with that Bears offense. Oh. Uh, Trubisky, I mean, thank God for him that he got a couple drives going at the end of the game. Otherwise, yeah, I don't know what they would have done for a quarterback situation because he looked absolutely terrible until that fourth quarter. But that's been the story of the Bears all season. They're always garbage time. Yep. Yeah, uh, I will say, and you brought up this team that nobody is talking about, the Patriots. I just looked. I took a little flyer on them to win the AFC East, plus 2,200. Um, they're 5-6. and six. Their schedule is lining up a little bit here. They got the Chargers and the Rams. I mean, make, you just got to beat. The, here's, here's the real issue. The Dolphins have a problem in that locker room with Flores making the call that is disputed. Now you have Tannehill. Is Tua still injured? Is he always going to be injured? You throw Fitzpatrick out there. Yeah, it's the Jets, but you win. Uh, something's going on there with the Dolphins. And then the Bills, nice win against the Chargers, but they are a big letdown spot. You know, if they start falling here, if they lose, they got a tough schedule. Eh, I thought 2200 was good value. Uh, all right, let's get into this game here, right? The take. Uh, I've had this vision for so long because it's all hot takes, right? I've, I've wanted to create this game, and we're going to do it here. Um, where it's basically, I've got four statements that I have in my head that I believe, you know, I'm a hot take artist as well. And then I've got one from Skip Bayless that we'll get out there as well. So our panel, Tyler Dawson, Zach Kelly, they will each say whether it is a hot take by this sound right here, or whether it's a cold take. But hot take is, yes, you agree that is going to happen. Cold take is, no, Dylan, you're being stupid. That is, that's freezing cold. That's not going to happen. Okay, let's get into it. We'll start with Ty and then go to Zach. First one, just wet the whistle because it is polarizing, but I am the head honcho of this hot take. Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer. I think that's a hot take. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Thank you. I think he has the stats to back it up, and I think – Correct me if I'm – he has a ring, doesn't he? He went to the Super Bowl and notoriously lost 28-3. to He that's, is an MVP. That's right. That's right. So, I, um, I don't know. I think he's got, the, like I said, the stats to back it off. Longevity. Yeah, longevity. And, um, no, I, I think that he's definitely going to find his way in the camp. Zach Kelly, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer in your eyes? Hot take. I say that as a Niner fan, I'm going with the Frank Gore argument. He's got the longevity. He's done it for so many years. His nickname's Matty Ice. You know, he's known for winning football games late and being uh, being a contender. Um, you know, he just hasn't always had the defense he needs, or there's something always going wrong with his team. It's not necessarily his fault. His fault they've lost. Yeah, just um, give him a goddamn coach for once. What is he on the all-time passing yardage list? He he's gonna fin- He's already had over fifty thousand yards. He's gonna get up yeah. to yeah. He's uh, and you mentioned the fourth quarter comebacks. He's one of the best NFLs. I think it's him and Stafford. Uh, they're because they're always down. They have so many fourth quarter comebacks in their NFL <laughs> career. Um, all right, that's a little self-indulgent one. First one here, rate the take. Both hot takes in your guys's eyes. I like that. Uh, here's a little NFC North and NFC. 
uh, hot take I have. I've got the Packers winning the NFC North. They were in the championship last year. I've got them representing the NFC, uh, sorry, the NFC North and the NFC Conference. I've got them representing the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. Ty, what are your thoughts there? Oh, that, that's a that's a tough question. Uh, I am going to say that is a cold take, and the reason why here is is I think I, I think someone's gonna from the NFC West is gonna come out and uh, represent uh, the Super Bowl for the NFC. I think it's either gonna be the Rams or it's gonna be the Seahawks. Yes, the Packers have obviously one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and Aaron Rodgers who can lead a game-winning drive if needed, or even just run them down the field and get quick seven. But um, I think that the Rams have – I mean, Aaron Donald is unbelievable. Defensively, they have so many weapons offensively. Um, However, I I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I I think – I see the Seahawks. Go on. Rams and the Seahawks were the two teams that worried me. Remember, the Packers beat the Seahawks last year at Lambeau. I think if Green Bay gets home field advantage, that's going to help a lot. Um, Zach, are you as high on the Packers as I am? No, I'm thinking cold take here. Uh, Something always goes wrong with them. Um, You know, you can have Aaron Rodgers. You can have Devontae Devontae Adams. um, Something always goes wrong. You know, their defense is picking up this year, but some some team's just going to come in and shock the world and beat them in the playoffs, and that's what I think is going to happen. Last one for me, and then we'll hear from hot take extraordinaire Skip Bayless. Um, I've got Alabama winning the title. You can book that right now. Ty, what are your thoughts? I think that's a hot take. I think Alabama definitely gets it done. Um, Mac Jones has been playing very well, and I, uh, Clemson obviously slipping up. I And who knows what's going to happen with Ohio State. I know. They have enough games, so I, I totally agree with you. I I'd say ship that one right now and make sure you get that locked in at a nice price. God, I already know which way this one's going. Uh, Zach, your thoughts on Bama? This isn't 2012. We're going cold take here. (laughs) Oh, man. Notre Notre Dame, this is our year, baby. This is our year. Ian Book's playing great. Defense is suitable. The offensive line and the run game is absolutely incredible. Um, I think we I think we shocked the world and win the win the Natty this year. They look good. I keep on doubting Notre Dame and they keep on blowing them out. Ian Book, I mean, he's he's like a Tebow guy to me. The college record speaks for itself. He's just a winner and the stats starting to back it up as well. Okay, Skip Bayless here. You know, right the take. I was looking coward, didn't say anything too crazy this weekend, but Skip Bayless had one that popped out. Um, let's see what you guys think, hot or cold. Skip Bayless thinks Bruce Arian should be fired. Uh Ty. I think that is a cold take. Uh, reason why is, I mean, I, I understand Skip Bayless, why he's saying that is because Tampa Bay is not really performing as well. And um, clicks. Yeah, they've dropped three of their last four, and um, hopefully four of their next five since they're on a five this week, and then they got the Vikings the week after. But uh, anyways, I, I mean, I, I think Tampa Bay gets into the playoffs, and I mean, who better to have at quarterback than the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. He has so many weapons around him. The only thing that I could say is Tom Brady can't really throw the ball over 20 yards anymore. I mean, we saw it, we saw it a few weeks ago. Um, I don't remember the crazy stat that I saw. It's he had a couple of, to Gronk this um, past Sunday, but, yeah, point made. Yeah, no, and the other thing that really scares me with Tampa Bay, uh, 
at least making a big run is their secondary has looked pretty pretty poor. Um, however, they do have a good pass rush, so if they can figure that out, Tom Brady, if he can uh, stop throwing interceptions, uh, they have all the weapons on the offensive side to get it done, but having Bruce Arians fired, I think that's just <laughs> Yeah, that made me crack up. Uh, Zach, should Bruce Arians be fired here on a uh, team that is much better than they were last year and a perennial Super Bowl contender? Uh, I'm so torn here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go cold take. Um, I, think, uh, I think that there's a lot of bl- blame to be passed around, especially on Tom Brady. Um, I was reading somewhere, I guess it was probably on Twitter, that you know there's some contention in the locker room uh, Bruce Arians is like, hey, we went and got all these guys you want, and now you're not performing. I see that aspect, but we all knew what Tampa Bay was. They're supposed to have a good defense, um, and Tom Brady isn't – he's Tom Brady, but he's hes 40 years old. You know, you're not expecting him to throw for 400 yards a game, even with all these people. They should be a run-first offense with Tom Brady, you know, working his magic. I don't, I don't know where to go with that one. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a freezing cold take. Uh, Bruce Arians is not getting fired. Um, that's just noise. That's Skip Bayless doing what he does best. Tampa yeah. Bay, they are. Let's see here, seven and five, but two of those losses are to Saint uh, to the Saints again. That's a uh, team that was in the playoffs last year is going to be in the playoffs again this year. A fluke loss to the Bears, and then most recently the Rams and the Chiefs. Let's pump the brakes. You know, I, I don't think – a lot of people did think Tampa Bay was a Super Bowl contender. I think they're a contender, but, you know, they're not a sure in. They're not like if the Chiefs lost three of their last four, then, you know, that's a little bit more alarm. No, I think this is the Buccaneers kind of going back to the mean. You know, the Rams and the Chiefs on back-to-back weeks, that's tough. And how about – I mean, geez, they could have gotten blown out like uh, they did against the Saints, but they actually came back and covered against the Chiefs, so – they fought hard. Okay, so that was a good addition there of Rate the Take. My thanks to Zach Kelly, giving to the knowledge, our NFC West correspondent, and, of course, our NFC North correspondent, one half of them, as Matthew Cruzan. Uh, he's going to join us again as we will do our college basketball pod for uh, Corbett's Corner that will drop on Wednesday. So thanks to Ty. Thanks to Zach. We've got Corbett's dropping as well. This has been Corbett's Corner on a Monday. Hot, 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 hot.